Huga chaga, huga, huga, huga chaga. Deep inside of me, <laughs> girl, you just don't realize what you do to me. How does it go then? When you're I'm so tired. You really know this song. I loved it. 70s pop music. Also featured on the Guardians of the Galaxy soundtrack. I like. I really like the instrumental oh, too. Yeah. It sounds great in my ears. It sounds great in my ears. <laughs> it's November 21st, 2016. I'm Ryan. I'm Sandy. I'm Yannick. And I'm Davis. And this is Pokemon gonna <laughs> You're listening to Pixels <laughs> Weekly. Uh, we come out every Monday to make you smile, and we're talking about on the show today Black Friday deals and Pokemon and Heroes of the Storm and a bunch of fun stuff. But we always start the show with what is in the news and in our minds. It's the hodgepodge. We dive right into the hodgepodge. Yeah, why. So, Ryan, what's your hodgepodge? <laughs> yeah, I think uh, we should just start with you now. All right, fine. Uh, I'm talking about Pokemon because I'm going to hold it up. Sandy, uh, did you get Pokemon? I did. I did. All right, then we both. Oh, you're just flaunting it in front of us. What's funny is. I'm just going to get some water. I'll be right back. In my heart of hearts, I am always the blue version of whatever Pokemon comes out. So when they give me the the option between uh, one year it was fire red and leaf green, I just uh-huh. opted out. I said no. <laughs> You're just like, nope, I'm not even going to participate in this one. <laughs> That's right. You guys are being so discriminating against my blue Pokemon reference. <laughs> exactly. When they were like okay, gold so and silver, if, didn't play it. So if you red know, and leaf green. All right, so then I bet we can guess who your starting Pokemon was in the original blue. You Go ahead. Have been a, you had to have been a Squirtle. You got it, bud. Boom. You, you got, got it. Logical <laughs> deduction of Pokemon. Does that wait, hold on? Wait, does it, Sandy? Does that make you a Charmander? No. no. Don't shake starting? your head. No, we're doing an audio show. No. Not only that, God. but Skype only shows the person who's talking, so I couldn't even see her shaking. Her head. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, who worse. who do you go for, Sandy? Uh, Bulbasaur, because he's number one. Oh, are you your leafy type of Pokemon starter, huh? Just, I just really love Bulbasaur. Davis. I him. <laughs> so, Sandy, obviously you and I uh, play Pokemon or are still actively, we're the only two on the show that have 3DS, <laughs> I think. Because <laughs> Nintendo... Um, just wait for that switch and I'm sure it'll be on there no you know what so yeah there was a report that came out today that apparently um, there's a the Pokemon company is getting ready to port uh, Moon Sun and Moon to the switch which could theoretically have very smoothy slicky graphics uh, which would make or at least HD versions which they're not very much not HD on the uh, Nintendo handheld mm-hmm. Um You've got aliasing up the wazoo. It looks like looking at a low-quality JPEG of a video game. <laughs> um, but yeah, yeah, so I picked up Pokemon Moon, and um, I'm excited about it. I just started diving into it. There's a lot of little things. Um, first, I'll talk to the Pokemon experts. There's a lot of little things that they've done so far in the interface that 
are huge improvements. And me, obviously, as a product designer, I'm like looking at the interface like, oh, finally, Pokemon managed to fix a bunch of things. Like, for example, um, when after using a type of move on a type of Pokemon, it will now, the next time you fight that type of Pokemon, be like, this move is very effective against that type of Pokemon. Like, it tells you underneath the move, hey, this one's super effective, as opposed to, like, having to remember it or memorize it. Like, now... I think that kind of takes the fun away from it, though. I think well, there was a lot of, like, the original... I mean, I only played Red and Blue, so I don't know how much the interface has progressed since then. Uh, it sounds like probably not that much, but I remember just like having to understand like a leaf Pokemon versus a water Pokemon versus a fire Pokemon and having to know exactly which moves were of those type. Yes. I found that to be like a part of the game. That was like a challenge. So the problem there is they have gone way off the rails since then, which is to say that the craziest type you had like in the original Pokemon was like Mew and Mewtwo were like psychic and like Mr. Yeah, Mime yeah. and stuff were psychic. Yeah. And that, that was, was like a weird, weird yeah, yeah, type that seemed to beat everything. Whereas now they have fairy, physical, grass, leaf, dragon, <laughs> just like, yeah, you know, I can't, lot. yeah, I can't remember all the types anymore. So for them to clearly be like, hey, this is what works against this thing is great because it also puts a burden on actually having correct Pokemon lineup and that sort of stuff. Um, the other thing they did is give me one-touch access to the Pokeballs instead of burying it in a menu. <laughs> now, when you're fighting, there's just press Y and it takes you straight to your Pokeballs menu, which when you make a game where you want to catch everything, then it's kind of important to put that front and center in your interface. But uh, I, I do remember that. like heavily having to navigate the menus in the original oh. red and blue. Even X yeah, and Y, that, that. That, little, that tiny little like carrot, indicator of like the current menu item you have selected i just remember that thing bouncing from thing to thing to thing to thing to thing yeah. and you dive into a menu bouncing from thing to thing to thing to thing to thing yep like it's got tabs omega ruby and alpha sapphire had the same thing you're at least tabs and i'm like where are my potions and stuff <laughs> i know and, and you know what there's like there is i think we we read it on god it was almost a year ago on the show when we talked about pokemon but there are now like 25 different types of pokeballs that are used in different specialty situations so like the game has obviously added so much and it's nice to see anyway at least the onboarding of this particular pokemon game even though it's starting to become a little tired in the formula um it's very tired <laughs> not a little tired um is, do you still uh, do you still play Ash or is it a different set of characters? No, you point? kind of play yourself each time. Okay. Like you weren't ever really ever explicitly Ash. I think in any of the Pokemon in, yeah, games. Yeah, no, yeah. Now that I think about it, you're no, you were definitely. They called Ash you in Red or one. Blue in the original that you could change. Well, you got right? you always got to name yourself, but yeah. I think you started out as Ash. I don't or know. something that right. looked like him. Yeah. Something that looked like. Him. But it, it definitely <laughs> followed the the traditional like origin story of pokemon where you have like professor oak in your town your cousin whatever the hell his name is is yeah you know yeah, yeah you always have some always rival that and, always yeah. ends up picking the opposite pokemon and, the, and the, you know what's funny is on this one um yeah they do every pokemon game seems to start with like you moving to a new town right or <laughs> something yeah. like that some version of that and um this one they kind of get you going and it's it's so weird to say it, and it's such a thing we take for granted in literally every other modern video game, but this is the first Pokemon game where you can walk in any direction you want. It's not up, down, <laughs> left, and right. 
<laughs> big change. <laughs> like seriously, <laughs> like, throws you off, right? Yeah, I mean, Pokemon being up, down, left, and right. If you guys remember the old games, you'd have to oh, walk yeah. past a trainer, right, who would ask you to battle. At the so, same time, I appreciated the grid when it came time to go like walking around in the tall grass to try to find a Pokemon. Because yes. you could like you could just walk that grid and know where you've been and where you haven't Copyright. been and like understand yeah. Yeah. that you were statistically more likely to find a Pokemon to go if you went to a new place that you hadn't already walked in. So far, that change though has I think really helped the design of the game because there were so many areas in even X and Y which I didn't beat because it just felt it felt like it was all too much and this game already feels much more manageable is um is that the map now can actually have like a grassy area that is like an organic shape you know and you can kind of go into that grassy area and run around it and feel a little bit more like you're exploring a world rather than like this section of the grid has been covered. Like to, to your point, yeah, yes, yeah, for yeah. Midmaxer, that that is helpful. But um, how do they do they deal with like uh, like vertical depth any better at this point? I, I'll never forget just like whenever they tried to indicate that you were up on a ledge or that you were like below something in red oh, and yes. blue, it was like near impossible to visually see that. You just got <laughs> yeah. like you would run up against an area like, oh, you can't go here because it's actually technically a cliff and you can't go up the cliff. And it's like, well, that doesn't look like a cliff. There's no way I, for me to know that that thing has like a vertical depth to it. The good news is Pokemon is X and Y were the first to render the game in actual full 3D. And now on this one, because of because of the design of not necessarily up, down, left, and right polarizing, um, you can really, uh, there's a lot of dynamic camera angles and it sells it really well. This thing looks like it's ready for Switch yeah. already, you know? Um, Very cool. Though Switch isn't confirmed Switch. to have that. T- yeah, me too. Can, um, <laughs> so I wanted to share share this with you guys. I'll, I'll put it in the show, uh, show notes on pixelsweekly.com. But I took a picture of this. I was playing it outside. It was a little rainy today in Sunnyvale. Um, which is nice <laughs> and um yeah unheard of yeah in your bedroom when you start off there is a tv and what is hooked up to it a wii u <laughs> <laughs> and you can actually click on it and it says something and i think it was a great summation of uh basically as excited as nintendo ever managed to get about the wii u it goes it's a wii u exclamation point it has a gamepad with a screen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Nintendo. All right, that's the best you got. You can, mm-hmm. I don't know, you can barely see it because it's a bad picture. But yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I'll brighten it and put it on the website. But they're like, come on, guys, it's got a, a screen. You ever seen one of those? <laughs> I'm All surprised right. they didn't figure out a way to go back in there and, and swap it out with the Switch, right? I know. Of, uh, you think, yeah, ooh. a little bit of like in, inside game marketing. Right. I mean, their Game Freak is so closely partnered with Nintendo, or, or, or you think the kid would have like Pokemon Go as an app yeah. on his phone or something yeah. like yeah. that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, something to be like, hey, this wasn't made ten years ago, but um, yeah, I, I hope when it comes out for the Switch, if it does do indeed come out for the Switch, that they give me some mechanism to transfer Pokemon something. Isn't uh, there a bank that you you can put all your stuff in and then oh, transfer it to games? Don't even Silicon get me games? started with that, Sandy. <laughs> no. Beca- because there is a Pokemon bank service that you can pay like $3 a month 
to oh have. Oh God! <laughs> Can you imagine paying like I think it might even be five bucks a month? Five bucks a month for just an invisible storage container for something that should be should happen automatically. Just oh, oh. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm not gonna get into this jiggly puffin. Jiggly puffin. Enable. Perfect segue. Jiggly puffin mode. We don't, don't yeah. want to get too riled up about Pokemon. Yeah. All right. Who are we on? Oh, Sandy. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. Sandy? Yeah, Sandy. What do you have? I've got the the Nexus challenge for Here's a Storm, and essentially what it's uh, Blizzard's going. Hey, you've got friends. Play with your friends. And we'll give you rewards. And you're like, all right, I can do that. What is this? Uh, if you play 15 games, doesn't matter if it's versus AI, co-op, quick match, whatever. You have to play 15 games. You get an exclusive skin for Genji in, in Overwatch. Overwatch. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Oh, it's like we got to do this. He's got this like really cool mask and everything. It's really neat. Yeah, we it's the Oni Genji skin. You get the spray and the portrait. And you also get Heroes of the Storm rewards. So you unlock Zarya as a permanent hero in your rotation. And you get the Oni Genji portrait. But if you play 30 games Ooh. with your friends, oh my you God. get additional Heroes of the Storm rewards. And that includes four heroes, a mount, and a 30-day stim pack. So we gotta do this. We yeah. gotta Get we gotta play friends. some games so, together. So what we gotta and do is because Yannick, you can play on the Mac, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, right. Here's a storm, yeah. Yeah. So we gotta get mm-hmm. Yannick on there. Then we gotta get Tyler. We gotta get Kurt. Trackpad MLG boys. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, if we do it against AI, we should probably be fine. Just thirty oh, easy you gotta AI play. Got, Oh, it's games you know against we should, AI. We, we, we should start like a YouTube channel called Trackpad MLG, and it's just Yannick <laughs> on his Mac. <laughs> Like hardcore giving, I would love tips to. and tricks. Giving tips and tricks. <laughs> Jessica yeah, plays World of Warcraft on, like, on so her trackpad. Like, yeah, so if you, if you rest your palm with your other hand. <laughs> yeah. I'm Showing like a, like a videos of like two-handed of trackpad, trackpad tutorials yeah. to show like right-clicking really fast. Yeah, I'll set up a face cam of my trackpad. <laughs> Isn't like, that a track my, cam? Is it a finger cam? It's a, it's, a, it's a finger cam. Awesome, awesome, Inappropriate. Yo, so, so you said, but you said it's games against AI, and it's not, it doesn't have to be against other people. No, it, it's just it's you have to play with your friends, so you party up with your friends, and it and doesn't matter it be, against who. Right, co-op, okay. AI, quick match. Yeah. You know what? Uh, this is so smart because like mode. fifteen matches in Heroes of the Storm is like that perfect amount of like now you're starting to get okay. Like you're right. really starting to get a handle well, and on probably it. honestly and into their you know uh, exactly what they're going for. Like probably also getting into the game. They're like, oh wow, this is actually pretty great because I think yeah. it does that game. I have noticed on, on in my experience, it takes a few games to sort of like understand how it works, especially if exactly. you're doing MOBAs in general. So it yeah. takes a few games to understand how it works. A few more games to get invested in the heroes and like the the different game mechanics of the different maps because that's mm-hmm. what makes that game different than the Dota's and uh, uh, League of Legends is that the the maps have like game mechanics to them. I wonder if I just that's from really cool. Yeah, I, I wonder if just from like a usability perspective, if they've done tests to see like around five games is when someone feels like they've got the hang of it pretty well, yeah. and around game seven or eight they start trying new characters, and around so, game nine ten they're going online and upping the difficulty and stuff. Yeah, and they've like figured it out perfectly. So, Sandy, how long does this last for? This is from November fifteenth to January fourth. Oh, wow. so we've and of time. if you play yeah. Overwatch on console, you can actually link. 
your Xbox Live or PlayStation Network account to your Battle.net account to make sure that you get the Overwatch uh, yeah. rewards. Mm-hmm. Yo, that's Wait a sick, second. Though. They'll link... Oh, that... That's sick. Davis and I are even more upset now than we well, <laughs> I thought I'm I was... really upset because that might indicate uh, that they have the ability to share rewards between those two platforms. Yeah. No kidding. If that's the case, and that means that hopefully backporting all of my crap from PS4 to PC might be a possibility at some point. <sighs> Fingers crossed. Yeah, I think that, that probably would be like the next step. If you yeah. can link, you can get the rewards, and it's like, oh, you already have this on the system. Maybe let's make sure that you get all your gear and all your skins from one to the other. Yeah, God, God only helps. Jeez, they yeah. need to do that. I would be really excited if they would do that. So, um, Jeff, if you're listening... Personal appeal. Personal appeal. Uh, Yannick, what do you got for us, man? (laughs) Well, the last point on 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 this Blizzard, what what Blizzard is doing is very powerful, and only is rewarding that community that that gather at BlizzCon and throughout the year around events. Yes, Um, it's something that they are just starting, in my opinion, and it's it's a great move. It's a great it's great triggers that they are pulling. Uh, just to reward uh, their their most uh, faithful players that come and find what they create on both games and even more games than that. Um, it's 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 really cool and uh, and but that makes me we should play tomorrow. I don't know. I can I can pick up a mouse really quickly and and we can play that tomorrow if you guys want. I don't know. I bet I you Amazon is set up in New York in Brooklyn so that not only could you have a mouse for tomorrow, you could probably have a mouse by the end of the show. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Let's try. Okay, I'm gonna buy a mouse. Let's try. Oh, we're gonna do gonna, the live uh, from the show. Although this ruins right. our MLG trackpad game. <laughs> it ruins it ruins the project, but I, like I could turn it off still, you know. Now, it, while you're buying this Raptor. mouse, let's have the conversation of how much should a mouse be? If you're gonna have a mouse where it's not necessarily your main driver, but you're gonna use it to accomplish, you know, some yeah. video game things, how much would you pay for a mouse? I mean, now I'm pretty shocked by the by how cheap. Like, I found one that is fifty percent off. Final price price is nine eighty nine, nine dollar eighty nine cents. That's cheap. What, what brand? It's a uh, TechNet Raptor gaming mouse, two thousand DPI, <laughs> six button, extra extra weight. Oh, it I'm looks MLG. It, oh, it really MLG. does. I'm, there's a lot of texture happening here. And I, is that um, fake carbon do, are fiber? Are you seeing it? Are is you it seeing shaped it? like a raptor? Yeah, it does look scaly. It looks <laughs> if I can like share scaly. my screen on Skype because we're on Skype, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, dude, do you see arrived. the bronze one? Wait, hold on. <laughs> I, no, are you on look the same page as me? It comes in bronze. This it's also really metallic good. finish. Are you on the same page on Amazon? I'm on Gaming the same page here. Let me. I'll just drag it into. This is the bronze one I'm dragging into chat right now. This is every everyone on, on our podcast really <laughs> loves to hear us describe. Yeah, they love. But that. this mouse, uh, it looks very pointy. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I know. Wait, it looks like where, where every spot they could, they just put like And, and you know what they got there, Ryan, that we love? They got that scoop. <laughs> the scoop. Yeah, that, Gotta that, get that, that scoop. That Logitech scoop is... It's not quite a Logitech scoop. It doesn't have the same texture on it. There's probably some patents around that, but that mm. scoop. Yes. I don't know. I don't know. But none of them are really just like one day. Okay, I'm going to click on free one day. Yeah, well, I will unfortunately be uh, available. I'll be partying it up, doing wedding things tomorrow with a buddy of mine. But oh, bummer! Down All right, doesn't some, matter. Some He's going to have to move back to the topic. Five seconds. 
Um, <laughs> oh my God! Look at this one. This one. Hold on. Wait. Now, everybody, when <laughs> listeners, you can Google this along with us, or if you have your phone, do it. But this one is called. What was the first one? The TechNet. The the TechNet yeah. Raptor. <laughs> Just like the, I love the names. generic Japanese names. Uh, all right. So this one is the Zelotes Z E L O T E S fifty five hundred. Wait, hold on. Where are you posting this? Because I don't see anything right now. I was put. Oh, I sent it to only Davis. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, no, I'm excluded. I can't Uh, see. (laughs) Yeah, sorry. Um, That was the that. So the first I sent was the bronze one, and then this is the Zelotes. It does say free one day, but that might be in my zip code. The bronze looks like a lame Call of Duty skin. This is nine (laughs) dollars for this mouse, and honestly, it seems like gaming mice. I don't know how you guys feel about this. But it looks like the number one priority is make it look like it hurts your hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like sharp angles and everything. Yeah. Honestly, that's what I that's what I love about my Logitech the most is just like of all of these gaming mice that I've seen, it's the simplest and outrageously yeah. comfortable. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. It's not. Doesn't look like it's a series of razor blades yeah. that have been or that like the second you put your hand on it, it's going to like inject itself into your hand and like become like a a, a, a biotic. I am one your, with the mouse. Yeah, exactly. I like that. That's why I like Razor. <laughs> I like Razor, that. <laughs> She's like, Razor, don't stop. But even like, like I have a Razor mouse, and the Razor mouse is pretty big and comfy. Like, you know, I, I enjoy it. Yeah. Um, it doesn't seem like it doesn't, this doesn't look too pointy. I guess the top a little bit. Anyway. What is it the, the Naga? It might be the Chroma. No, the Mamba. The Chroma. I the wish Naga they didn't Chroma? name him so stupid. That sounds like Kill Bill yeah, the bad guys. Silly. Anyway. To answer your question, thirty bucks, thirty like thirty to forty until I really get my gaming PC, it's probably gonna be fine. Yeah, um, totally, totally. I think that's. I like, I like the uh, the definitiveness in Yannick's statement about getting a gaming PC. This it's is gonna real. happen. This is gonna it's happen. gonna happen. Oh, oh yeah. my god! It's it's it's, it's, it's like a. Um, you know, a hammer above my head. It's gonna, it's gonna hit at some point. You're gonna need um, the E Mihi G fifty four thousand. God, who yeah. I don't think mice. we've even gotten to Yannick's. No, we haven't. It's a great one and completely out of topic, so it will kind of like set another mood. Uh, I stumbled upon an article on Waypoint last week, and I wanted to make it my my hodgepodge, but I we we had something else on the menu, and I forgot. I even forgot what was my hodgepodge last week. Anyway, um, but um, so I wanted to keep that article because it's one of the things that I I would like to hear more of, and one of the things that I feel like we don't talk about a lot, and it kind of like gets us out of our comfortable realm of uh, Western, you know, people playing video games outside of work. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm going to talk about games, piracy, religion in Saudi Arabia. So I'm going to try to make it as, you know, give you a little tale. We're going to post the article on the um, on the notes, on the show notes, hopefully. Um, and I just read this great, great article from Hussein Almar. So he's telling his story when he was a kid. And he grew up in Saudi Arabia, uh, Arabia as a Shiite, uh, you know, one of the Islamic sects in, in Saudi Arabia. And, and the other sect is called uh, the, the Sunni. And he grew up in a Sunni area, being a Shiite. Um, and he talked to us about his love for video games and how it helped him grow and how it helped him in his life where religion is a big part. 
um, over there, the religion classes at school are probably were probably the back at his age were probably the ones where kids were participating the most. Um, the religion is uh, one of the you know takes the biggest part in their culture, and he pretty much sets them, dictates them how they should live, and and it gives them a certain worldview, and this worldview includes video games. And so he tells us how in school they would ban. Uh, first of all, it's funny how they get to play games. So back in the days, they had this PlayStation Two, and they would be able to play Metal Gear Solid, GTA, and stuff and games like that. But it would be at shops where they would pretty much hack their PlayStation for around twenty dollars, and then each game would be five dollars, and there would be games that are you know hacked and 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 modded, uh, mm-hmm. pretty much you know wow. using piracy. Um, and it's funny the, the the cheap plastic DVD cases, um, like the, their smell was toxic. He was saying, and um, and those That's pirated hilarious. games obviously didn't have the official boxing, you know. So yeah. they they were like, well, it's like front. when you buy DVDs off the street in New York, right? Exactly, and you get the front <laughs> cover is like barely Photoshop. Sometimes it's not even the real cover of the game that they printed out. They somehow Photoshop something. Um, yeah. Just to make sure you're selecting just some, the like, right ad game with the name of the game on it. Right, yeah. usually a photocopy. And yeah, and it's it's it, it's pretty amazing how he tells you that tale because you were, I mean, for us when we were a kid, I mean, for me it was pretty easy. I just had to beg to my mom, and it was kind of easy, yeah. and, and it was way more expensive than that. But for them, it was it was it was paradise. They would be able to get five new games every week for only five dollars, um, and people would rarely buy original non-pirated games because. One aspect of it is that the reason why they were pirated is probably also because um, the government and, like I said, government and religion were not tolerating um, the purchase of Mm -hmm. certain video games and so but the kids wanted to play those really cool games like and and let's face it american and japanese video games don't always point the middle east as the good guys right now but that's fascinating that you say that too because you gotta remember up until only pretty recently for console games a lot of these games not only didn't they come out in many recent regions but it was so hard to logistically ship these games worldwide simultaneously that you had mm-hmm. games not coming out for multiple years and that was sometimes even you know in a translation from America to Japan or you know yeah. I'm I'm sure the Middle East had logistical problems of, of shipping would, games too. yeah I guess most of them, most of them were playing the game in, in English right I mean they would have those this knowledge you got to um, yeah you got to uh, imagine you know somehow um, they were, you know, at, at school they would talk about that weird scene in Metal Gear Solid 2 where Raiden is naked. Uh, they would talk about, you know, printing out at the school's photocopier. They would print out the GTA cheat codes uh, and handing them to everyone in the class. Uh, so they bonded <laughs> over. They bonded over game. The problem is that the teachers were not that keen about that. So games like Pokemon, uh, teacher teachers would preach about the ev- the evils of Pokemon. Uh, they found them anti-Islamic. Uh, they thought that you know Pokemon were named after dev- devils, um, mm. and so they asked people to to stop playing or watching Pokemon uh, because mm, that, of their ruling. The because devious of the- Snorlax. Mm-hmm. Yes, oh. don't forget the Sunni and Shia devil <laughs> Snorlax, <laughs> Mister Mime. Mister Mime, he is a um, devil, and they have. Um, it's you know, and, and and it's funny how, well, you know. You would say, okay, well, only teachers are really forcing them, and teachers were also forcing us stuff that we didn't want to do, like homework, for example, for us. But 
over there it was also some students were really like listening to the teachers and their preach um th th them when they were preaching to them and uh, so students would judge other ones that would play pokemon or play uh, one of the other games that were massively banned and known to be banned was like games like god of war or bayonetta 2 Um, sure. Those games that would kind of like be about devils. Uh, he tells us a story about Devil May Cry 3 and his teacher somehow figures out um, that he plays that game and he asks him, you know, what is that game about? And he simply says, it's a game about killing demons. The character is like a human and a demon. And um, and so the, the teacher seems shocked and asks him to bring the game to break it in the name of religion. And so that's Jeez. where he <sighs> was like, um, he's like, well, I, you know, I... And, and he was one of those that didn't pay much attention to religious to to the religious stuff, so he didn't bring that game. He was not into that idea. Um, but unlike his classmates and teachers, um, he was a sheet. And that's where uh, at some point he gets spotted. Um, someone figures out from his dad, um, like like one of his classmates' dad works with with, with his dad, uh, and mm -hmm. figures out that they are sheet and not Sunni. And so he loses a lot of friends. Um, he loses, you know, the divide is, is real in social interactions and relationships. And so a lot of kids, when they were a kid at 10, 11, were very judgmental, started ignoring him, um, avoiding him, and probably kids that he was sharing video game experiences with. And um, so for him, like, it was hard for him to, you know, to, to, to continue going to class. His grades drops. He was faking injuries to try not to get to school. He missed so many days, you know. He was just going home, playing video games, and not even, you know, not doing his homework anymore. And, uh, however, he still had a few um, a few friends, and, and those this small group of friends was the one that helped me help them go through that tough time. And they ended up being a group of friends that... Uh, would gather at night um, and he tells us about his happiest memory playing uh, Counter-Strike after school and um, and they didn't even know, he said, I don't know how it ran on our really crappy computers <laughs> <laughs> or like if they installed it on the school machines and they used dial-up connections, so I don't even know how that wow. worked. Um, but the group was diverse and from respective families, royal family, And somewhere from poorer families, and so there was such a like a diversity in that small group. They matured, they got older, um, and people started accepting him again. And um, just for him maintaining those relationships through the game helped him reconnect with some of his lost friends uh, later on when those friends just got mature and opened up a little bit more. Um, and the major part of why they reconnected was also the fact that they shared the same love for games. And uh, and that kind of like broke that divide between Sunni and Sheet uh, that was very strong to break. And video games managed to do that. Um, and he, you What? know, and then he tells us that he's pretty much growing up in that. And, and, and piracy allowed him to for experimentation, uh, playing weird games, uh, playing GTA that was completely banned around the country. And um, just tell, telling tales to each other. And before he moved to the United States, the last semester before that... Um, He was uh, he was a little bit scared, but he did tell mm. his friends that he was a sheet. He was keeping that secretive the whole time um, for the friends that didn't figure it out um, from that story when he was a kid. And uh, and most of the, his friends, he was like, you know, nervous about when he when he when he just announced that. And they all were like, we know we don't care. 
we're friends and that's what matters we're brothers and that's how the article ends and it was just a great great story to read and and it's one of those things that um especially in those times where with the hate that we give to the middle east and all that it was just a great message a great article to read um that gives us a little bit of another vision of this region of the world um that is mainly talked about when it's about isis and terrorists and donald trump and all those kind of things well i think also what's interesting too and you sort of talked about this a little bit last week um in light of recent events where like you know we we often are lucky that we get to use video games as an escape for us yeah and that's hilarious when when we talk about it because like what 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 do we need to escape from like yeah Yeah. we have like very objectively like you know pretty easy easy lives and i think it's an interesting to hear a story about somebody using games to escape from something that like is actually like relevant in in terms of something that you you want to escape from from time to time Mm -hmm. um yeah that's a really cool story it's a nice like change of pace compared to like your traditional video game news yeah that's yeah. literally video games bringing sunni and shiites together like the thing yeah. that that no one can successfully manage to do right and i'm i'm not here to get preachy on a podcast but congratulations for religion even managing to fuck up video games is being a good time <laughs> <laughs> oh come on everyone. just leave each other alone let them play it's solid snake let them smoke yeah, that right? cigarette <laughs> to expose laser wires. I'm sure it's only about that cigarette, too. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know what? I wouldn't be surprised if we like that man smoke cigarettes. He's he's an infidel, for sure. For sure, for sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> wow. All right. What, what a show yeah, so far, yeah, guys. I'm the loving it. The lesson here. Yes. Video games will unite us. Yes. And uh, everything that divides us essentially is kind of sucky. You know, you say video games will unite us, but two weeks ago, Jessica and I almost got into a fist fight over Overcooked. (laughs) I want to see that because we played that at work a lot with my colleagues and... Yeah, that is a like good that. video yeah. game. That yeah. is a really good video game. We should, yeah, if we can figure out a way night. for all of us to stream that together. Oh, Although yeah. it's is it's not online multiplayer, is it? No, it's not. It's only couch. Yeah, you no, know, it's it's only uh, couch multiplayer. Yeah. Guess yeah. What? Yeah. what? Share play. Uh, yeah, we can what? use share play to virtually simulate four of us all being together on one console. I but think. When I, but when Ooh. I play, you can't play. When you share play to me, I can't play with you. What do you mean? Like, I don't like think I, you can have somebody join you in a game. I think you can only you, like share yeah. play so that like I can take over your controls. No, no, yeah. no, no. There's another function that literally is play with this person, and it'll simulate a mm. second controller being plugged into the console. Mm. Tune in mm. next time. Tune in next time to find out if we can navigate the PlayStation the UI yeah. successfully. <laughs> All right, all right. Who, Davis? You still haven't gone yet. What's yeah. your hodgepodge? Yeah, yeah. And no, I'll keep mine short and sweet. So, um, there was a uh, an Overwatch graphic novel that had been in development called Overwatch First Strike, um, and uh, recently Blizzard came out, and the lead writer uh, Michael Chu came out and and stated on the on the Overwatch forums that they've decided to cancel the production of the graphic novel, and it's not that they're delaying it, and it's not that they're they're putting it off or, or revising it. They've decided to totally cancel the project. Mm. Um, and uh, the way that they sort of describe the reasoning for canceling it is that the lore and the story behind Overwatch has evolved enough over time from when they began writing it to now that they don't feel like it does like the background lore of, of, the, of the Overwatch universe justice and that it doesn't match up correctly. 
and that mm. like it just isn't relevant at this point anymore. And so what it was originally supposed to tell the tale of was sort of like the, the founding of Overwatch, which if you know anything about Overwatch lore, you watch any of like the animated shorts about the characters and whatnot, there's like a previous generation of Overwatch, and that's where Anna and um, Reinhardt and Jack Morrison, who's Soldier 76, that's what they all come from. And then there's like the new generation, uh, which are some of the other heroes in there. And this story was supposed to kind of talk about the the founding of that generation of Overwatch. Sounds really awesome. I think an Overwatch graphic novel would be super cool. So I'm like pretty bummed that they decided to to tank it. And I I like hope that there might be something else in the pipeline that they're working on. But what I did start thinking about was there's been so much news in Overwatch's early days about it being sort of this like phoenix that rose from the ashes of what was called Project Titan at Blizzard, which Mm. was this longstanding, you know, uh, behind closed doors uh, successor to to World of Warcraft, their their new MMORPG that they decided to scrap sort of like seven years into development. And a lot of people think that that's what Overwatch came out of, that it was originally going to be an MMORPG based in a very similar, if not the same world that Overwatch is based in. So I wonder if that graphic novel had been following a little bit of that original Titan story development that had originally been written. And now that that is not the case, that game was never released. They canceled that, that I wonder if as a result, it doesn't quite match up anymore, but either way, like I hope they have something else coming in the pipeline. Uh, definitely a little bit bummed to, to hear about that. Cause I totally would have picked that up. Maybe we're getting a TV show. Yeah, oh my right. God. Even better. Yeah, I, well, there's rumors going around that um, Blizzard may be in talks with Netflix on doing a TV oh, show boy. for StarCraft and Overwatch. What? Here, here we come. So <laughs> I would totally be all over that. If, yeah, like, if they do it right, if they don't butcher it like, uh, God, what's the um, Clone Wars, the Star Wars one? Apparently, Clone I, Wars is good. Yeah, Clone Wars is mm, good. The I, mm. movies are bad. The TV show <laughs> is good. That's true. They didn't really yeah. exactly start from the strongest source material, did they? The, the <laughs> movies I guess, are like, bad. I, I would want it to have like a really, like I would want it to have like nice like seasons, short serialized stories that you can condense into like an eight episode season, as opposed to like a continuous like every week there's an episode for however long they decide to run it. I would want it to have more yeah. like a, a, of an arc of a story to it, like a determined um, timeline, even just so you can yeah. you know. I, I think that that that's helpful for any show. We talked about this, Davis, with Breaking Bad, of how helpful it is for a creator to know. Okay, I have a complete story to tell, and this is the time I have to do it. Whereas, you know, when TV shows try and go on forever, we're seeing it right now with Walking Dead. When TV shows try and go on forever. But the comic goes on forever, too. That's true. That's true. That burden, though, is just impossible. It's an impossible burden to tell a forever story, which is why if Pixels Weekly is still happening in the (laughs) 2020s, hopefully we'll all be going, guys, I think Star Wars just needs to end. You know, I think Disney needs to stop doing Star Wars. But Ryan, remember Chewbacca? Oh, remember Han Solo? (laughs) Good times. times. Um, Quick side note, Elon Musk voicing himself in uh, the most recent... Uh, South Park episode. Oh, really? He's going Whoa. to. I guess it would be this week that's coming up. I just read an article about it because I think last week was still the one where, sorry, total tangent, where they had like gone to SpaceX but hadn't gone inside yet. Like the, the episode ended with Cartman and his girlfriend going to SpaceX. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If anyone hasn't started this season of South Park, please do it. It's absolutely incredible. As good as last season. 
but uh, I think Elon Musk is going to voice himself. You know, I, I was talking to um, the the founder of the place I work for, uh, DIY, and he was saying how um, something I hadn't really realized before, which is Elon Musk kind of came at the electric car problem the opposite way that everyone always expected it to happen, which is he said, why don't I make a muscle car that people want to buy for a super expensive price? And like everyone was always expecting the electric car thing to be like, when can we have the cheap, affordable electric car? And it was tiny little, the tiny little, like, you know, smart car. Right. Exactly. Right. And, and it was only, it was only through selling a bunch of those and gaining a bunch of, you know, capital and brand equity and all that sort of stuff that now he's, you know, then Tesla is finally able to go and try like the model three, which arguably is not that cheap. It's right. It's still like $35,000 or whatever. But, um, you know, I mean, yeah. that they could be the next American, great American car company, which is really, really cool to think about. Yeah. Um, if you're cool. American anyway. <laughs> anyway, to, to, to kind of quickly close off my uh, my hodgepodge, what, what I, is the nice little silver lining here is Blizzard has proven to me already once that they can intelligently decide when something isn't up to snuff. Yeah. And scrap it. And it's I, true. that I have so it's much true. respect for a yep. business that can make that decision that mm-hmm. it might not even necessarily be what they're saying, which is that the timelines don't quite match up or the story has evolved beyond what the graphic novel was going to talk about. It might just not be good enough. And someone at the top, and I'm sure that is terrible for all the people who worked on it, but someone at the top mm-hmm. might just say, this isn't Blizzard quality and we're not going to ship it. Now, well, they need to go have same talks with the Samsung executives about their phones. But, <laughs> <laughs> but I have so much respect for a company that's able to do that. So, you know, I, I, I love to see Blizzard continue to, like, hold themselves to a high standard. Yeah. You know, and, you know, we talked about we've talked about on previous episodes, Blizzard and games as a service and what World of Warcraft has done. World of Warcraft, I think, probably could have benefited from slowly rolling out like some of its lore over time, like what they're doing yeah. with Overwatch and the shorts and stuff, because now, now World of Warcraft, like World of Warcraft with its expansions has kind of sometimes had to rewrite some of, some of its yep. past in <laughs> order to timeline. like fix things and like make yeah. it come up to snuff. And so look at, if it's a Netflix series, if it's anywhere near the quality of the shorts that they've made, I'm all the way in. Right. Yeah. If it's absolutely, uh, an MMO or some larger game or some larger story that they want to tell or a book or something. They've proven to me that they know how to f- handle this franchise with uh, all, especially with all their announcements that so they just had a BlizzCon. You guys get a ticket. Keep going. Our feature this week is about Black Friday, Cyber Monday. Deals, 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 deals. I want to exit right now. You want to, but if you exit, you'll regret it. Because I also know it's going to be disappointing already. Like, we're all getting our hopes high and everything. You'll be disappointed because you already spent your money. The only <laughs> thing, that's oh one thing, God. but then the only thing they're going to sell you for cheap are going to be the cheap stuff already. Like, 
You know what? I, they, yeah, I think the, you're right about that. So let's open up by, you know, if people don't know, may, maybe this is an American thing, but the Cyber Monday I don't certainly think is. And we have the day after Thanksgiving, which will be next Thursday. Happy Thanksgiving, by the way, if you're listening to this on Thanksgiving. Oh, yeah, by the this way. This is technically oh, our damn. Thanksgiving episode. Um, so maybe you're Get getting turkey. ready. You're listening to this. It's you're just Get eating a bunch of turkey. Or, you're going or to sleep. In the belly. Everybody's yeah. relaxing. If, if you ate someone, just remember, just put a little extra cranberry, and everything just goes <laughs> down smoothly. Ate <laughs> if you ate someone, <laughs> no, no. If you want to eat some more, I said. Oh, uh, I thought you said if you want to eat, eat someone, it's okay to eat some more. Just put some more cranberry, just so like, that it slides down. Are we encouraging cannibalism? What's happening? Slides down. If you're bored by turkey. If everybody's <laughs> eating turkeys, just eat a, a human. A slice just of pumpkin eat. pie has a hundred calories a less than apple human. pie. We, yeah, yeah oh exactly. Maybe, sorry Hashtag. if you just ate, but we have to discuss this for a second. <laughs> so veal, right? Have have you guys all eaten veal before? Yeah, uh, I yeah. have. I do not support the eating Probably. of it. Though. Okay, yeah, n- and neither do Probably I. Not. I am against eating veal, but I ate veal when that I was a little kid. Too before fancy that. for me. So uh, before I re- recognized what it was and what my stance was, but veal, we all agree, yes, tastes very different from like hamburger, right? Yes, yes, right. Okay, he's fucking good. Talking about immature animal versus mature animal, right? Exactly, exactly. So baby has to taste different from human, right? <laughs> Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What I like is that you use the phrase baby and then the phrase human as if babies aren't human. Yes, you, sorry, mean, ba- you mean like adult human. <laughs> adult human and baby human has to taste different, right? I don't know. Baby are made of fat. They don't have any muscle when they No, oh, they've got some, they right? Would, they, that make would, a weak. Like, Maybe that makes it more delicious. stand that they would taste better, yes. And if oh, baby's God. mostly fat, and I'm not, a fat guy, does that mean I taste like a baby? This. No, no we're, we're, not, we're not. The weird part is that you get this any further. The weird part is that it gets me hungry. That's the thing. <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. <laughs> All right. So Black Friday uh, stores, have, really, they've already started doing this. Um, some yeah, of the well, deals don't kick Friday in right anymore. away. It's, just it's like, not Friday anymore it's, it's because they like want you just, just spend year. money. Right? Yeah, exactly. Um, but, they, you know, they traditionally mark stuff down this time of year. I wanted to talk to you guys. Maybe we'll start with the allure of the deal like for example my curtis who's been on the show my brother a few times curtis and uh, we won't spend full price on anything he all he goes on unless they're headphones (laughs) unless they're headphones in which case he'll over deal right yeah um he he goes to slickdeals.com every day he's on a bunch of mailing lists if he can get a good deal it's it's not even just him being excited about a deal he gets excited about other people getting a deal so when we yes. did our horror game for our homework, he had a, a, a code for Soma, the game that I played, and like yeah. I was talking about getting Soma, and he's like, oh, nah, dude, I got a code for that, and I was like, <laughs> you're, and you're just going like, to give it to me? He's like, yeah, you ain't paying for that. Nobody pays for games. Come on. Here's the code. <laughs> like, we could yeah. He's like, he's like a good Samaritan coupon-er. that loves the deal. Yeah, yeah right. Like he, extreme and a deal for anyone. For like electronics. That's it's Curtis. deal democratization, right? Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the whole thing. So do you guys feel, I know maybe, Davis, you you could be a contrasting opinion on this, but yes. do you guys feel the pull of deals? If something is, is has that word sale on it, if there's one price that's crossed out in favor of another price, do you feel the draw to buy it? 
Well, I mean, earlier in this episode, I looked for mouse, and I don't trust the the cross price. The week right, fifty percent off what? Right? I don't, I don't <laughs> trust it. I don't buy anything right now. Like I would feel guilty if next week they're like, oh, well, look at it, look at this one, seventy percent off. You only had it at fifty percent off, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Although it's douchey. a ten dollar mouse, it's basically free. <laughs> no, but I was looking at other ones that were, you know, from yeah. ninety nine dollar going down to forty bucks. It was a great deal. Oh, but wait, if I wait oh, five more days, you gotta better days. get that extra five percent. I don't know. It's that's what gets me anxious about this period is like and if you buy something, people will be like, Are you are you a dummy? Are you so stupid? You just gotta wait for Black Friday, dude. Yes. <laughs> like, yeah, I, I mean we're yeah, stu- Sandy and I are stupid for buying Pokemon right now. Uh, like yeah, two I, days before I, It was more convenient for me to order this pre-order it on Amazon than it was for me to either go to a midnight launch, go to a store, mm-hmm. or I'm not going anywhere near the mall on a Black Friday. You, no. Yeah. I will pay extra for the convenience of having stuff delivered to my home. Um, and I I can do that because I'm fancy. So, so I think I, I, have, I have reservations to sales and deals on games for a couple of reasons. One, outside of holiday season, I have a, like a negative association with a game that's on sale. To me, that says this game wasn't selling. There's something wrong with this game. This game is very old. And in general, unless it is a game that I know has like incredible reviews and was like generally renowned for how good it was, I won't, I won't touch games that are on, on deals like that. And so maybe a little bit of that mentality carries itself into the holiday deals. But then on the holiday deal front, I just generally am very anti, uh, I guess it's like anti the the consumerism aspect of you weren't going to buy this thing already, but here, look, it's on sale. Now you're going to buy it. Yeah. And it's one of those, like, if I'm going to buy something, I'm going to buy it. If it happens to be on sale when I decide to buy it, that's great. But I generally, as a consumer, don't love the concept of deciding to buy something because it's on sale that I wasn't already going to buy. Well, here's Um, I I agree with you, but I want to interject with one particular example that like stood out for me, which is um, this particular uh, this year, uh, an Xbox exclusive that kind of kicked off the holiday season for them in September was ReCore, right? Mm hmm. And so ReCore came out, and it had mixed reviews, especially people were like, uh, the end game of this buggy. is pretty pretty terrible in terms of the yeah, grindiness. It also had like, yeah, and it had really bad bugs associated with it. Yes. Well, uh, so, right, ReCore on Black Friday through Microsoft is instead of $40, which it started out as, will be $20. And $20, because people also said the beginning of the game is really great, $20 might be enough for me to go, okay, I'll try ReCore. Because it's now at a price point where it doesn't hurt me to jump in, spend a few hours with it, and feel like I you know, didn't get my money's worth or, or, or yeah. got had or something. Like There's something about that price point that is just enough tipping it over the edge. And I think that... For me, sales and deals benefit the that sort of 7.0, 6.0 mm-hmm. tier of video game the most for me. That's when I'm like, okay, I wasn't going to get this, but it is pretty cheap, you know? 
I think the although other Mighty Number no. Nine could be given to me for free, and I still wouldn't play it. <laughs> well, so, the, so the, I was I was going through this thought process in my head just a second ago, where I was like, "What if all these games were free, and I could just like have them? Like, would I feel the allure of that deal?" And the thing is, yeah. I think I have I have I have just too many games that I still need to finish and that I haven't yeah. played yet. Anyways, I have like a game overload um, that. I just can't see myself like going out of my way because of a holiday deal to purchase more games when mm. I still have so much that I need to to complete and, and work on. Um, yeah, it, I'm, yeah with you. I'm with you. The other, the other big thing for me, too, is I do not buy physical discs anymore. And um, lots of these deals are brick and mortar stores selling physical discs. GameStops, oh, you were going to love buys. getting the Nintendo Switch and putting in cartridges. <laughs> yes, so I, that's one thing I'm not thrilled about with the Switch. Yeah. Um, however, there won't be an alternative. I think the reason I don't like discs is because there is an alternative. Like there, there is an alternative on the consoles and on the PC to download digitally. Um, mm. I don't like clutter. I don't like stuff. I don't like having physical things that can break on me or scratch themselves or get scratched and whatnot. So most of these deals being for physical discs, I, I, like, I would rather pay the full price for a digital game than pay half the price for a physical disc of that game. Mm. But there are some, uh, some exceptions, and I was pretty shocked this year because, I mean, like I said probably two weeks ago, I'm amazed about the range of games that we're allowed to play. Uh, most of, like, for any genre, we have great games to play. And I'm amazed by the fact that those games that just came out in the last two months in that fall rush hour that we all experiencing right now, I don't even know what game to play next time I turn on my console. Um, you have Titanfall two for thirty dollars next week. Just know that uh, on disc. Titanfall two on disc. No, yeah, okay, but it's new. I mean, and and, and mm-hmm. once again, if you yeah, if, Although, we, if we're making the the. But uh, I think the retailers the, will come back on like Cyber Monday and have something available because Overwatch is on sale. Through Battle.net, Overwatch Origins for thirty four ninety nine, and that's the same price that Target is selling it at for Black Friday. So same game, mm, yeah, same thing. And then I think with video games, the retailers are smart enough; they'll know who they can get to where. So if they want to push more of those console titles, they'll probably go to your Targets and your Best Buys and your GameStops. And yeah. then your PC gamer will shop er- everything online. We we see it with the Steam sale all the time. Like, I'm gonna buy all these games. Oh, I've I've bought all these games. <laughs> oh, <what did> I- <laughs> Actually, we it, we like might be making a, a video problem. series about that very, very <laughs> problem at PixelsWeekly.com. You know, and but I, to make I my- hate to mention this. Uh, sorry, uh, Yannick, but to to mention this, all of us Xbox over here with our Microsoft consoles can buy. Titanfall 2 for $35 digitally right now. So, so yeah. That is a decent segue, and I do want you to finish your thought, Yannick. But the one thing, the one deals that I do have a lure for is I've got my PC, I've got my PlayStation 4, I'm getting a Switch. There's one thing missing from that collection a 3DS. Alita. <laughs> <laughs> No, but if I could find, and I don't, because I don't need whatever the hell Scorpio is going to be because I've got my PC, but if I could find an Xbox One S Mm -hmm. for a decent discount, maybe with a game bundle, especially some of those really great new, like, hot looking ones, like, that is something that I actually could, because that that is uh, 
something I would love to purchase, but I just can't, like, can, given the fact that I can play a lot of Microsoft games on my PC, I just can't necessarily stomach it at full price. Well, but, guess what, Davis? I must have the same gene that Curtis has, because when you get that Xbox One S, I've got three, all three Gears of War digital codes for buying Gears of War 4 that I can boom. give you for backwards compatibility. <laughs> Here you're gonna get the, the deal. Best deal. See, whatever you buy, <laughs> you're gonna get the deals. <laughs> but on that note, I think, uh, it, and it goes for. Um, I'm gonna finish my thought, but I have something to say about those console bundles, and I have maybe a theory that <laughs> may be relevant. Right. At this point, Yannick is not finishing his thought. <laughs> I'm not finishing it right now because you guys keep on cutting me out, and I'm fine pissed. Um, long story short, it's true. You have, and I was guilty on that. I paid Battlefield One full price just because I want to have it right now, like a spoiled kid, yeah. instead of waiting a couple more days to get it on sale. Um, not regretting it. However, it's pretty shocking to me that when I see a list of deals on PlayStation right now, I'm looking at a paragraph. It says Grand De- GTA Five, which is pretty old already, right? It's on sale for twenty five dollars, alongside with the Division, yeah. that, you know, probably dead and like Plant vs Zombie, Garden Warfare, some other great games. But those games are pretty old um, compared to a, a deal on Madden. Battlefield 1, FIFA 17, Titanfall 2. I'm talking about deals on Walmart right now for people that are wondering what I'm, where I'm looking at this from. Uh, all those four games, four like blockbusters that came out in 2016, fall 2016, are going to be available for two more dollars, $27. Um, so that's like, you know, and that defeats... That doesn't defeat the purpose of having a physical copy, and and there's always going to be the physical versus digital. At least with the physical, you can also resell a little bit easier. Uh, that uh, this with that one thing to 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 remember. But for the console bundles, I've seen a lot of console bundles on sale as well. I wish we could like bring some up for the Xbox uh, as we're talking about it. But uh, I've got a couple here. Mo- so most yeah. of them are, bu- are game bundles, and it's a fifty dollars savings. That's the thing is that I. I I need that to be a hundred dollars savings, so I'll go do it yeah. right now. Well, fifty just you doesn't. Know when you're it's gonna not quite enough. Yeah, and when you're gonna see, in my opinion, where are you gonna see those big sales, like hundred dollar sale, is gonna be at Christmas, where they're gonna try to sell you those unofficial bundle, like those packaged that include a bundle. And other games that they give you aside from that. Like right now, and in, in I feel like in the Thanksgiving um, deals, they sell you those bundles that are well done, packaged by Microsoft. The console is themed with a game that it's sold with. Uh, but in, in, in Christmas, you see those unnecessary deals where they give you one blockbuster and two other games that are kind of crappy, oh, but yeah, they're different. The and so those are the pack that the mother is going to buy for their kids because they don't know what they want. And so they have three games that are di- different enough from each other to to make it a hit for the mother instead of a miss. And um, you get those like weird deals where you're like, okay, I, so- I sold... I, I, I got that sale, but those games, I don't know if I want to play them. I feel like right now <laughs> like the deals Costco. that are... Yeah, I feel like the deals that are right now happening are, are, are embedding games that we actually would like to play um, and spend a good time with, even if you don't have a, a good... Um, that the, the perfect the perfect deal on that. Um, yeah, I can't say, and I wonder if it's speculation, but, you know, Steam... Steam for all these years, PC players and no Steam sales. And 
yeah, this seems like sales. the first year. Yeah, <laughs> those sales are can get pretty crazy. But like, this also seems like the first year that like some really big AAA titles in retail have actually made some sort of effort to come down to a price that is even unusual for Steam because Steam, yeah, people think like, oh, the Christmas sale, I can spend $5 and get 30 games. And Steam, well, <laughs> yeah, that's probably true, but a lot of those are not great <laughs> games. Yeah. You know, uh, a lot of them are that just indie basket. games or whatever. Exactly. People you, could walk, you could walk over to the bargain basket in Walmart and pick up like 100 games for 5 bucks. Oh, exactly. <laughs> even Best Buy had, I was there picking up Pokemon and uh, it... Uh, the, yeah, the you know the four dollar DVD bin or actually four dollar Blu-ray bin because that's where we're at yeah. now, right? Um, but yeah, it's crazy. Uh, here's the thing: like, I think Best Buy is doing it's fifty dollars off an Xbox One S that brings it to two forty nine, and they're giving out a free controller, which is technically a I mean for Xbox sixty five dollar thing. So that that's pretty good especially considering it comes with like gears of war 4 or yeah. whatever yeah mm-hmm. right um, or minecraft then there's also the, the minecraft bundle that kids love kids love minecraft my 12 year old brother yeah loves it's like a minecraft epidemic <laughs> it just we should all won't play go minecraft. away <laughs> well, the, but, uh, so what, what's confusing for me is i so i I remember the origins of Minecraft and Minecraft originally on PC, and I think I owned the Xbox 360 version of it at one point, and I saw that same deal for, like, Xbox, the Minecraft bundle edition, and I'm like, yeah. like so what do, you, what do you get with it? Just, just like, Minecraft? Or, like, has Minecraft evolved? Are there, like, a bunch of different kinds of Minecraft now? Is it a Minecraft? <laughs> I, I just feel so old. I feel old that I'm not, like, caught up on, like, Minecraft evolution of the game. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't, I don't, I don't know what it is, but it's no people it comes Mike, with a builder's pack. The Minecraft here's well, that'll just be and like a, skins and, and stuff, right, for the thing? game. But like Minecraft is, it's a game that it was first of all so smart for Microsoft to buy it, right? Because now they can sell a big Minecraft box that says the Xbox yeah. Minecraft yeah. thing. Yeah. Minecraft only until recently has always been in the top ten of digital sales on on NPD like numbers. Any platform. Yeah, yeah, it it is on an iPhone, right? Microsoft makes it is just a game that never stops selling copies. It's insane. Yeah. And it you know, I mean, I have it. I own it for PC and Mac and you know, it's I actually I own it on PS4 too and uh so I'm part of the problem. <laughs> and it's fine. Like I, if I was a kid and my choice was between Legos and Minecraft. Pfft, it's Minecraft, no well, doubt. Also, yeah, and, and there's also the value of like if there's a game that the entire youth of the world is going to get addicted to. I think Minecraft's probably the be- the best bet for that, mm-hmm. like best choice for that. Like, you know, it it it's arguably more educational and productive than other games that young kids could be addicted to. Here's yeah. where we're gonna get you, okay, Davis. I'm picking it out right now. <laughs> it's the it's uh oh no, don't get this one. Although this would be pretty good. <laughs> it's the Xbox One, if you want the older one, the big chunky Mm-mm. boy. Yeah, I can't. No. Yeah, like, see, all right. The, yeah, that's the thing. Is like Half the reason I want that is because it looks so good. That white Xbox One S it's looks incredible. so incredible. Oh, my God. It's gorgeous. It is a really beautiful console. Yeah. There's a one terabyte Xbox One S Battlefield One special edition bundle with don't two it. controllers. No, don't. Oh, oh wait. I, that, I saw that. That was like 300, right? No, it's 400. One controller is three hundred. Yeah, I don't know that I need a terabyte. Two is four hundred. 
So what also, are the deals? All, all, you, all you guys are Pasca. on PC for Battlefield 1. What are the deals oh, yeah, that you right. guys are probably going to go for? What do you guys think? So here's the ones about? that I'm super interested in. Okay. Um, uh, Star Wars Battlefront at GameSpot or GameStop, rather, is <laughs> going to be $10. And <laughs> as much as I don't need another shooter in my life, it's a really good looking and sounding Star Wars game. Um, and I played it a little bit, but I was like, this isn't worth it. But for 10 bucks, it's Star Wars memorabilia, and I'm kind of a sucker for that. Um, the other thing I thought was very interesting was uh, Best Buy. Here's here's a list of games at Best Buy that are going to be 15 bucks. The Last of Us Remastered. That's insane. Mm. Uh, Uncharted, the Nathan Drake Collection. So that is Uncharted 1, 2, and 3 for 15 bucks. Until Dawn, which I played through for video game homework. Super good. Infamous Second Son, if you guys haven't played this yet, it was one of the launch games for PS4. It is an awesome open world superhero game. Even though Mm. you're not technically a superhero, you're just a guy with like crazed out powers. If you get the chance to play it, and one of the best games of last year, or is it two years ago? I think it's last year. Bloodborne. Bloodborne for 15 bucks. And by the way... That, if you're in yeah, gamers club, if you, if you club, haven't played that game or picked it up, fifteen bucks—that's a no-brainer. Yeah, you know? that's an absolute no-brainer. And for me, fifteen bucks, I have Best Buy's twenty percent off gamers club thing, so yeah. it's even cheaper. These things go yeah, down to twelve bucks. Yeah. Wow. Uh, if you haven't played Splatoon yet and you have a Wii U, Splatoon is going to be thirty-five bucks. Now people are going, "What kind of deal is that?" Nintendo never marks their games down ever, 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 ever. True. Um, so 35 bucks for a Splatoon is super good. And, um, the the last thing I I was saying, if you haven't played Doom yet, it's going to be 20 bucks at GameStop. Absolute no brainer to pick up Doom. And it's weird that I'm nominated for game of the year. It's and it. And it totally deserves that nomination. It's, it's multiplayer is nothing to write home about. I wouldn't say anything about it I, I, other than it's serviceable, but the single player in Doom is everything you want it to be. So if I go for anything, it'll, I mean, it, go big or go home, it'll be a console. Like like the, the Xbox One S, I think, is the the only one, like, deal that I could see myself, like, getting greedy and pulling the trigger on. That being said, I'm not going to go for it, but I did see, and I believe it was Best Buy that I saw it, there was a Toshiba 4K television. I can't speak to the size of it. I don't remember the size of it. And I can't speak to the quality of the television. Mm-hmm. But it was a 4K Toshiba television, $750, but free PS4 Pro with the TV. What? That's so insane. <laughs> the thing that I read claimed it was a total of a $200 savings, which suggests that maybe that TV is not normally $750. Mm-hmm. And again, yeah, it's, it's I more don't like the, own Toshiba products. I can't speak to a Toshiba television. Yeah. But that one just seemed to me like if you're getting a PlayStation 4 Pro, why not just like spend a couple hundred dollars more and get also a 4K television to go along with it? That is insane. That's insane. What's the, what's the size of the TV? It's like a. That's what I don't know. I got to go. It was a CNET article that 15? I read that had a bunch of. It's a 15 inch. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, a to, it's a Toshiba phone. <laughs> Toshiba tablet that sits on yeah. top of the PS4. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so so that, I wanted to ask one, you guys this. This is a good transition, Davis. Is you know we're finally getting to the consoles are starting to embrace 4K in a meaningful way. 4K TVs are finally you can get them for 
pretty cheap. They're not saying it's a great TV, but the prices are becoming affordable. Is this the year for 4K or is, do you guys feel the itch to replace your TV or are you happy with your TVs? I think I think the answer, the problem is that the answer to that second question is no. Like I think yeah. maybe if I was in the need of a new television right now that I would probably go 4K. But yeah. given the fact that I've got a nice like 48 inch Samsung that I got a couple years ago that's just basic LCD and looks great still, mm-hmm. both from a picture quality and like literally the television itself is like nice and thin and I think holds up aesthetically. I just don't feel the need for it. Um, however, if I were to do it, it's actually not necessarily for gaming because I don't have a PS4 Pro and I'm not going to get a Scorpio. Yeah. And I'm not going to hook my computer up to it. But I've been spewing a whole lot of Google love to you guys this past week. Um, the Chromecast Ultra streams in this is 4K. 4K. And mm-hmm. so I'm definitely going to be picking one of those up soon. And that would be the biggest thing that would like toss me over. It's like I can start streaming Netflix and Hulu and stuff in 4K. Um, you know, the Grand Tour also... just started on Amazon, Davis. Exactly. And yeah. if you haven't and seen it, yeah, I watched it last night. Great it's reviews. shot in yeah. 4K. It's unbelievable yeah. looking. So that would that would be what gets me there but the biggest problem is the the the, the non-starter is the answer to that question of do i have the itch to replace my television like just just no like it's just it's still too great of a of an item and i also like i paid nothing for that and it's such a great television because it's not a smart tv because like we all yeah. own consoles so why do you want a smart tv right um, <laughs> and so like my tv is pretty smart with all the four different like consoles i've plugged in i it. want a dumb tv i don't i don't exactly. want any yeah. tv to have an operating it, yeah, system that sounds way, like, like a when bummer. i get in my car i'm like i don't want my car's like operating system deal going on just put, hook my phone up to it just put my phone on the screen exactly but, um yeah so no i don't i i think it is the year i think like if you are getting a television yes get a 4k television but yeah. for me right now no I have a I have something to add. Maybe wait for the Super Bowl if you're really dying to get a 4K. Maybe wait February for those extra months. Good, yeah. There's going to be, and then I've learned that for living quite a few years in the United States, there was always like a good TV sales, TV focused sales before the Super Bowl. Um, mm-hmm. Just the same way there's always good TV sales around the World Cup. Same thing. Um, it's it's probably your best bet because I what I see right now when I look and I looked at the deals on the 4K TV just by curiosity. Uh, I play on a monitor and I I don't see myself replacing that neither. I just bought it and we'll see. And I'm kind of like <clears throat> on the fence about the PS4 Pro. I want to see a great a great comparison between a a real PS, uh, a regular PS4 and a PS4 Pro on a certain games that will make yeah. me say yes I need to buy that PS4 Pro and then buy that 4K TV it's the same reason that, that I have probably for 4K might TV. be a year away still yeah to see and then also change, you right? look at the 4K TV that Reina have deals there most of the time that's what I kind of like started with on that discussion topic it's already the cheap stuff that get cheaper and if you right. I feel like if you want to go for those brands that are Samsung Sony it's still above a thousand yeah there is um, a beautiful Samsung we saw yesterday 65 inch curve or uncurve 1500 bucks yeah but so boy oh boy is that a still good go TV. yeah <laughs> you still go you still gotta go there and yep. so wait a couple more um like i said the ps4 pro is just starting it's gonna be great um i feel like you need the some games to more games to come out more reasons to come out for you to fully grasp, uh, fully fully experience that 4K experience. But now, if mm. you are not only doing that, if you're doing Netflix, if you're doing Chromecast Ultra, you know, you, and you have the urge, and you your TV is quite old, it's it's still a good time. But uh, if if you, if you can give yourself more time, do that. Um, I tell you what, though, between the, for the for the just side note, regards to the PS4, I'm wondering if Sony did this on purpose. If I had to buy a PS4 right now, like I didn't own one, I think I'd have to go Pro because good God, that slim is fugly. 
That is one of the grossest <laughs> looking consoles it's ugly I've ever seen. Yeah, it's ugly, and then if it's only a hundred dollar more, I mean, everybody that asked yeah. me that question this week, I was like, if you don't have any PS system right now, go get the Pro. Don't even ask the question. Yeah. Um, it will be because because you're also gonna sell back that PS4 Slim for nothing. That thing yeah. is gonna lose value pretty quickly. The yeah. more you wait, um, more than the PS4 Pro. But anyway, yeah, like you said, right, well, we too. we haven't gotten to to the loot box queen, big money spender, big man Sandy, <laughs> Queen B. I know, she's just been what sitting. Are the deals? <laughs> what, are, what are the big deals? <laughs> to that you're boy talk. After? What's queen going B. on over there, Sandy? That's our, that's our no, Queen I, D. I like. I used to work retail, so I kind of have um, a God good grasp you. of like what things are valued at and what they're not. Kind of what they're worth. Uh, Almost every game that I want to play, I already have. But any game that I'm on the fence on, I'll probably go out and buy. But, I, like I said, I don't leave the house Thanksgiving and Black Friday because it is a nightmare. And there are, like, people walking all over each other. I'm not about that life. Yeah, uh, you- I'm about pajamas and hot cocoa and having things delivered. So maybe Cyber Monday deals would be where I spend all my money at now, one more thing that we haven't mentioned and I want to um, point that out because like you said I'm on the fence on buying a computer and I need your guys experience should I we talked a lot about games and consoles uh, should I be looking for PC parts PC hardware yeah uh, I'd look at that time between, and stuff between totally Black Friday and Cyber Monday because uh, oh. I will have I will probably set myself on a brill, build uh, that I would buy right now if I wanted to and then look at Specifically, those parts, not lose focus yeah. on those parts, and see if they go down a few, a few ten, fifteen percent. Um, yeah, I told, I told you last night. I'm going to send you my build. Uh, I'm really happy with it, and Ryan helped me out a bunch with it. And yeah, uh, yeah I, I think it would be great to keep an eye out for those sorts of things. Also, yeah, you're already hearing like the 1070 and 980 starting to knock off. You know, fifty yeah. hundred bucks. I think for the 1080, although that's yeah. still a six hundred dollar graphics card. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. That one. That one. You're really jumping up in price on that one. Mm-hmm. Um, I think in the spirit of Black Friday, we should all go watch the uh, South Park Game of Thrones episode, <laughs> multi-episode. You haven't seen it yet, yeah. Because <laughs> it's really that uh, Black Friday bundle that I am most excited about. <laughs> oh, yeah. I remember watching that guy. Yeah. <laughs> so good to know. I will keep an eye on that and uh, we'll keep people posted on our episode. By the way, are we doing an episode next week? We haven't talked about that. Let's just talk about that live on the show. Cause that's what we <laughs> I think we should try and do something next week. It might be an abbreviated thing or some sort of, okay. uh, you know, something. We'll figure out what yeah, to do absolutely. for you next I'll, week. I'll, I'll pick up my mic because I'm going to be on a, on a trip. But, All right, yeah. Yannick, I know you have to go soon. Before you do, I want yeah. to introduce a new segment on the show called... Yeah. Shout out to G Money eight seven six. Now, <laughs> so very specific. to G Money eight seven six. Do you know who this guy is? No. No. Okay. Nobody knows who he is. I we a while back uh, we had an episode where we looked at how much time Yannick played Destiny. Well, unfortunately, uh. <laughs> while it may have seemed like a lot of time to some of you, it is not any amount of time in comparison to this one user gmoney876 who's at the top of the destiny time oh, but he keeps his computer he keeps oh, his ps4 God. on i can't believe that i know I, every time i see that number it's not possible but i don't so, know though because if i i used to keep my 
PS4 on all the time too, and there's there's no way it was recording Destiny gameplay when I was not logged into my character. I am uh, I am going to screenshot this to see if it changes from week to week. But G Money has currently spent eleven thousand nine hundred and eighty five hours. Oh my god! <laughs> and you know what? Yep. The the reason why this is a segment on the show is he's never going to hear it. He's playing Destiny. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he doesn't yeah. know. He probably doesn't know about this website neither because he doesn't even have time to look at Reddit or anything like yeah. that. Yeah, I want Kotaku to do a uh, Kotaku to do a story on our podcast two years from now saying this one video game podcast has been giving one user a shout out for three straight years, <laughs> and he hasn't I heard like any it. of it. I like it. So, so each episode, we're just going to indicate how much he's increased from the previous week. <laughs> right. And so for translation, if you haven't known, this is straight playtime. He has spent one year, 19 weeks, two days, nine hours, 56 minutes, 56 seconds, and he's deleted 250 hours. <laughs> oh, my God. Character. Uh, so uh, shout out to and G-Money. By the way, to give some perspective, the game is three years old, so... Yes. So yeah, he hasn't played every year. Sorry, <laughs> a third of his time was on Destiny in the no. last three years. Some a of us of get those time. scary stats where they're like, "Do you know how many hours you'll sleep before you're dead?" <laughs> well, <laughs> there's a scarier stat, know, which is how much. Do you know how you long play? you're gonna wait at a red light? Your so, entire uh, life? Yeah, we'll keep checking on G Money every week until we don't think it's funny anymore. <laughs> It's not. It's already not funny, even for me. I'm, it's depressing. No, uh, come on. You're, you're not. Probably you're not see, money bad. I would want to see the same thing for World of Warcraft. Let's keep that for next week. See. Oh yeah, like bad. the most WoW player or whatever. That's great. Yeah. That's a good idea. Yeah, but the WoW players met his wife. <laughs> yeah, that's true. The <laughs> playing WoW, WoW. <laughs> being so. And now they have children. Who are also growing up on WoW. Wow. So actually, the children don't get to play, have their own WoW accounts. They just can farm for mom and dad. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Too true. All right. Uh, Yannick, you got to get out of here? Yeah, just got to go to the comedy cellar. Excited about that for people in New York. Oh, awesome. Who do you want to see? Well, that's the point of the place. I think you don't know until you know. So you can find someone really famous uh, or not. Yeah, Louis C.K., Chris Rock, all those guys. Got to be a good audience. I'm a good audience and I've never been there, so I'm excited. Good. Come come tell us all their jokes next week on the show and be that guy. Okay, I'll keep a note. (laughs) I'll be a creep. I heard if you put your phone out, if you put your phone out, you can get kicked out. So I'll try to find a notepad or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Cool. All right, man. Well, we'll wrap up soon after you leave. But yeah, I'll, say I'll bye. Record my, yeah. I'll record my au revoir right now. Au oh, that's right. <laughs> oh, oh, no, no. Do, do it again without me talking. Au revoir. Beautiful. We're going to leave all that in. I'm not going to it. You just tricked so, me So, listeners, there. you know it's an artificial robot au revoir at the end of the show. Okay. Cool. Beautiful. All right. Take it easy, man. See you guys. All right, let's uh, let's wrap up the show. What do you think? Yeah. Is it mm-hmm. time? It's mm-hmm. time to go do it. It's time to go play video games. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I wish. I'm I'm like on vacation out of California for like 2 weeks at this point. Oh and man. And yeah, I'm like totally video gameless. If you had a 3DS. <laughs> That's true. 3DS is going to be 99 bucks and then you can get Pokémon. Oh man. Okay, and then you can pay three dollars a month to store <laughs> fake characters in a non-existent bank. 
<laughs> oh god nintendo oh, i really yeah. hope the switch manages to fix and just have anything just use the word cloud somewhere nintendo yeah just say cloud you know, yeah. you're not doing anything with it and let me add people by their names instead of friend codes so weird so weird all right, um, that does it for us this week. We didn't do homework this week because uh, Yannick is, uh, hasn't gotten his game yet, his UFC yep, only game. Only Yannick. Yannick's the only one that has not played his game. <laughs> yeah, the rest of us played Tetris. No, that's incredibly false. I have not gotten my game downloaded. Oh, you're okay. You're the culprit, too. Well, there you go. So it's not just Yannick. Don't get mad at Yannick, everybody, even though we're all very mad at him. Uh, (laughs) all right that uh that does it for us this week we'll figure out what we're doing for next week's episode it might be shorter it might be different or special in some way or it Um, might just not exist (laughs) it might just not exist we'll update you both in the stream and if anything we can do we can do something where it's like a 15 minute you know yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um cool all right we'll figure it out and until next time aloha see you later au revoir see you later <laughs> <laughs> see you next week <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>